Pickaxe. Howdy, folks. Uh, welcome to Dungeons Randomness. Uh, just a couple quick things before we get this episode started. Uh, make sure and swing by iTunes. Give us a review. That helps us out tremendously. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash dungeons and randomness. That's A-N-D, not the end, not the ambersand thing. Um, uh, on top of that, uh, we really want to know what you think of the next two episodes here. This one and the next one we're about to post. They're both Group 2 episodes, and uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear what you think of them, because we think they're, they're pretty damn special, and I think it kicks off something really, really interesting with that group. So uh, let us know what you think of that. Uh, website is coming very soon. It's almost done, and I honestly can't wait for you guys to see it, because it is gorgeous. We also have some things, uh, some things in the pipeline you're, you're going to want to check out. So... Um, that being said, listen to the episode, let us, uh, let us know what you think, and don't forget to review us. Thank you. Uh, so let's go around the, uh, the table and, and introduce ourselves. Let's start with Tyson. Uh, hey, I'm Tyson. I play Galford, who is a Fae-Packed Gnome Warlock. And Alana. Hello, I am Baranith. I am a Cleric Elf. And uh, Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. I play Trixie, the Drow Assassin. And Megan. Hi, I'm Tala Prithane, the Razor Claws Shifter. And Brian. Uh, I am Brian. I play the Mole or Mule Ruin Priest, Slaveborn Ruin Priest. Uh, Shane. Hey, this is Shane. I'm Tholomon Chandler, Human Seeker. Uh, and I'm Jason. I talk a bunch. Now, do you guys remember what happened last time we sat down? We conquered yeah. the cubes. We, <laughs> we beat the, up the game cubes. With the power of Christian Raph, yes. That, <laughs> I, I found out why Shane's character d- possibly died <laughs> in the last campaign. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well. And that briefly, Rikus wanted to kill him. Uh, yes, d- d- choices were made. Uh, some, somewhat... some not as great as others. <laughs> How do you know where the line is unless you test it? Yeah. Good point. So, um, you guys have been uh, enslaved here and and stuck to battle in the the arena. Um, You have been stuck here for uh, about nine days now. Uh, It's been a week uh, since the the last time we've sat down. So, uh, you've been in and out of the arena off and on. Uh, they cycle you out sometimes in teams, sometimes all together. If it's something truly nasty, um, uh, sometimes they'll they'll grab Syl and Katie instead of you. Sometimes uh, if if there's a bunch of newbies, they want to just have someone run through them like a buzzsaw. They'll bring in Valus. Uh, he'll take on six, seven guys at a time. Sometimes. Where is he, by the way? Uh, we're gonna get to that in just one second. Um. 
uh, there'll be some days where they don't use you at all. They'll just they'll just take you and and put you in the pits, have you clean up dead bodies, or they'll have you uh, scrub floors, something like that. Just real menial, shitty work. Um, today uh, they're starting off the uh, arena combat uh, by bringing out Valus and having him do that buzzsaw thing we were just talking about. So he's not in the room right now. Um, you have no idea how long he's going to be gone, but you could tell by the crowd that someone's getting hacked up. Like, you can kind of hear the crowd, like, swell and explode here and there. Uh, in the room with you is Katie and Syl. Uh, they're kind of having their own conversation, as they, as they tend to do. Um, throughout the week, you guys have gotten to know both of them, uh, and you'll chat it up here and there, and, and, uh, you're genuinely nice to each other. Uh, Vallis is still a dick. He stays in the corner. He, he doesn't talk to anybody. He stays to himself. Um, what would you guys like to do while you're in this room here? Um, I would like to steal some of uh, Big Guy's hay. Just a little <laughs> bit. He's not there! <laughs> no, I just Why not? like the fact you refer to him as Big Guy. <laughs> guys, he's yeah. up there getting his ass beat. He wanted to come back to a bed that's not even remotely good as it was before. <laughs> Reality shadows. Danielle, like reality check. I'm pretty sure he's kicking everyone else's ass. Maybe, but I mean, he's not going to get hurt. So, okay. What, let's, okay. So, you're walking over to Vallis's corner here. In that corner is uh, his table and chair, and then uh, next to that sprawled out is this, this nice full bed of hay and straw. Uh, so, you're just going to, like, pilfer some of that and, what, drag it to the other side of the room? Just a little bit. Put it in my, any pockets I have. Okay, so okay, okay, wait. You're you're gonna jam the, the straw into your pockets. Yes. Okay. That will be noticeable. Oh, just, it is? Well, oh. it's straw. You're jamming straw in your pants. If you're taking Normal okay. people don't have straw coming out of their pants. <laughs> right. Unless you're a if fucking scarecrow. Yeah. So if you're taking any like I'm assuming you're taking it to, to kinda of pad your bed out at night to to, to to sleep better, I'm guessing. If you're going to take any that's going to be worth you taking any, <laughs> like, besides a few strands of straw and putting it, like, you can, you know, but, I mean, yeah, if you're taking a couple of handfuls, yeah, it's going to be noticeable. Ah, oh, then fuck that. So you're not going to touch his stuff. He's going to kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, 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 I stop right before I do it and come to think... Maybe maybe look at your teammates. They're kind of eyeballing yeah. you, like. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all kind of shaking our heads, going. Reekus <laughs> 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 down, just pull Dalman over to the side and just go. Really, no, no, just. I don't want to have to get in front of you and Valis when he gets back. I I just sign. Go okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katie Katie and Sill are kind of looking around the corner, like eyeballing you, like, what is he doing back there? That kind of thing. So, Galford will kind of turn over to Rikus and go, I've kind of had a thought. I'm pretty sure I could I could still use uh, my Shade Twin power where I can take the appearance of someone else that you know I'm, I'm fairly near to. Do you guys think this might be something to, something helpful if I could, you know, hide out, make myself look like one of the guards, sneak out? You know, I promise I would come back and rescue you guys. I don't know. What do you think? Insight check, please. <laughs> oh, you want to... Ins- 
It's fair. It is. Uh, Baranith, roll an insight check. Okay, I love I... that. I was about to respond, and she's like, insight check, just sticking that one in there. <laughs> oh, my. 27. Uh, so, let's see here. That's going to go way past your... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I, I am actually telling come the, back. I am yeah. telling the truth that if I was able to get out, I would come back and release you. Not out of love, but out of tactical reasons. Okay, I'm satisfied. Uh, Thulamin, uh talks to Galford and says, well... How are we supposed to, you know, hide you? Like, they're, they're going to notice you're gone, you know? How how are we supposed to, you know, hide that from guards, that you're not here? See, that's what I was wondering about, is 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 this something where, you know, the only time I ever see the guards look, uh, you know, slightly less than, than totally focused is when dealing with Valis. I don't know if I could take Valis's appearance. We could try and talk to him and see if we can actually convince him or find out if he even wants to leave this place or maybe when we're down in the pits doing some cleanup there's a lot more places to to hide down there uh you know just just long enough to kind of get out into the uh you know into into the structure here I and mean, maybe i can release some other prisoners you know some worthless fodder and uh let them try and distract the guards you know i'm talking out loud here but you know we know we're going back to the arena to fight soon, and it's only a matter of time before they bring back something that uh, we're not able to defeat. Um, I it just I think tactically it doesn't make quite sense. Obviously, you don't feel 100% confident in the plan that you would have, and I think the easiest way for us to try to get our freedom out of here is just to go and do what they say and kind of work our way through the system because eventually it's going to pay off in the long run. Okay, so Galford says everyone just keep it in mind. If you see an opportunity, let me know. And uh, I'm confident I could uh, perform the spell adequately that unless someone was watching me face-to-face do this, that we, we uh, we could trick someone. Obviously, unless I'm standing right beside someone and they're going to see a twin <laughs> appear. So, I'm out of ideas, but just putting it out there. The only other problem I have is you're counting on Katie and Syl not ratting you out. That's true. Uh, I'm also open to the... Too? I'm also open to the plan of making myself appear as one of them and getting into the arena. Whether or not we choose to include them in this or... Um, Take advantage of their presence. We'll just see what happens when the time comes. Well, How much can do we, tr- we really know about those girls, too? Yeah. Like, um, you know, we're kind of we're kind of taking what they say as face value that they're in the same position that we're in, but we haven't really investigated that. That's true. Maybe we should find out a little bit more about them. And they've told us about the structure, about this place, a little bit about how they got captured. But I, other than that, I, I don't. I mean, I don't trust them. I don't know a lot about them. Yeah, I was. Solomon, why don't you go work your charms on them? That, that, that that's what I was actually going to say. Is like, <laughs> well, if if we haven't gained their trust, maybe you know the smoothest person in the room can kind of like 
use their charm. <laughs> Which is so obviously you, could, you. You could trade some hay for their love. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff the hay down the front of your pants, Tholomon, and, you know, <laughs> strut over there. And well, who wants to be my wingman? I'm going to let you take this one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Rikas? Eh? Eh? Tholomon, I'd find out if we had, you know, just put it out there that maybe we are formulating a plan of escape and you know would they be interested in it and then let's see if we can gauge their reactions I'm sure one of us has got some pretty good insight and can eavesdrop on this conversation uh, well that's not really insight that's more perception if you're trying more perception. to eavesdrop okay. yeah. 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 Um, it'd be insight if you're trying to read into it more than Okay, so, Tholomon, you're approaching uh, Katie and Syl, who kind of have their own little corner of this uh, this makeshift living quarters you guys have. Um, what? How, how would you like to start things off here? They see you approach, and uh, uh, Syl just kind of rolls her eyes, because she, uh. of the two, she has less patience. Uh, Katie seems to be more uh, mannerly. Oh. So, and I... So, you know, since we've been fighting, you know, for a while, uh, is any one of them impressed by how how we took down that cube? Any of the cubes? Because, I mean, they might have heard any, you know, some story. Well, they're, okay, you guys, uh, they're, they're not out there watching you fight, so yeah. they kind of just, they, 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 you've been around long enough that they would know that you obviously are alive and that they they don't play with kid gloves here so that you you can take care of yourself in a fight. They know that much, but they haven't watched you fight. We've yeah. never fought with them in the arena. Like they haven't snagged uh Tala and the two of them and sent them out there together, so we've never actually fought together with them. No. Uh they mostly fight as a team. Like they kind of have this sister tag team thing and again they like to they like to pair women up uh, as a team, it's more—it's an attraction that way. Okay. So I, Katie's the more—you know—she's she's not a bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't put it quite that, that way, but quickly. of the two sisters, uh, she's she's a bit more friendly to to you know outsiders. Like she's right. got more patience. Okay, so I basically say, you know, I, I'm I, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut the crap. You know, we've been here for. Quite a long time, and you know, it doesn't matter how many times uh, Galford makes that water taste like cherry coke. You know, it's still shit. You know, we're we're trying to plan a way to get out of here, and we're we're curious, and we're wondering if you'd be willing to help. Uh, Syl just kind of scoffs at that. Just like, uh, idiot. Uh, and Katie says, "Do do you have someone on the outside who could help us?" Do you have a plan? Uh, I kind of like turn to uh, Galford because he seems to know, you know, more than than I do at the moment. So, <laughs> do, do we want to do an in? Do we want to do an insight check on that last statement just to see if if she's genuinely interested or if she has any other uh, motivations for finding out if we're doing something? Uh, what have I got for insight? Uh, plus five. I guess I can give it a shot. I have plus um, eleven. Okay, why don't you do an insight check on um, Katie? So it's a d twenty plus 
Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, Tholomon seems more talky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D12. There we go. 16. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Uh, you kind of gleam that, like, she seems interested in the escape plan. Like, why exactly? You would, you would, you would wager that, I mean, she's just as much a slave here as you guys. She's just as much in danger as you guys, so you would imagine that she's genuinely interested in getting the hell out of here. Who, Katie? But anybody would be genuine, but you're checking against Katie, so yes. Particularly Katie. Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, that doesn't tell us that, you know, that they would sell us out immediately or something for their own advantage. At least she seems sort of marginally interested in it, but... Yeah, okay. that doesn't. It doesn't tell. Yeah, so that that's that's kind of what you're gleaming from it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sill speaks up, uh, and 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 says, "Do you you know you're not the first person to try to escape here, right? Even if you could escape this dungeon, we're still in the middle of a complex. We're still in the middle of the arena, in the middle of a slave city, in the middle of the desert. What exactly is your plan for dealing with that?" You gotta have faith, toots. That's all we have. You, know, you could either help me, or you could sit here in the corner and dwell on having to fight every single day, every single week. You know, if you're, if you're not willing to help, then, then you know, you're on your own. Uh, she says, I'm not in a hurry to die. Uh, we've been here for over two weeks or three weeks now and why would we take our chances in escaping when we've been able to handle anything they've tossed at us and we may actually have a chance to fight in the tournament for our freedom do you really believe the guards would allow you to earn your freedom they're using us of course they're using us it's it's entertainment but if they don't let some people go sometimes then there'd be no reason for any of the slaves to fight beyond just basic survival we're putting on a show, and after the tournament, there's no reason to keep all of these slaves. Who's to say the, that the tournament is a ruse and they won't keep us here forever? Again, I, I, there's no reason to not try. At least that way, there's, there's been a promise of escape. I, I, I don't see where your plan gets us any closer to escape. Well, I, I, I don't see any As a matter of fact, them. she cuts you off. I don't see where you have a plan <laughs> other than get out. Get out to where? I don't, do you have anyone who could give us a lift? If we even got past the gates, do you have anybody who would get us through the desert safely? Hmm. Uh, this, this is me out of character. Like, you, <laughs> no, I'm, I, because I got no, no, to talk to the others. Um, I mean... Did you guys... It's been a while. I'm rusty after listening to episode one. Did you guys meet anyone and any allies? No one that would know that we were here that could do anything for us. Um, no one that's not already backstabbed us. I mean, I think we've learned kind of what we can learn from it in the sense that, okay, if we actually came up with something that seemed promising, potentially they would 
be in on it. However, they're incredibly skeptical because, yeah, like they said, we're probably just going to get we would just get killed running around the bo- the bottom of the complex, not knowing where to go. I'm sure there's more than one locked door in this place, and then we can go into the desert and get eaten by worms. So, but having said that, I mean, if something did work, we got some type of stroke of luck. Uh, they're not going to just turn around and go like, hey, look, they're escaping and stab us in order to get favor with the guards. I think that's kind of what I wanted to know from them. But anyways, back to the... Hmm. Jeez. <laughs> I really don't know what to... Uh... At a certain point in the middle of your conversation, <clears throat> uh-huh. uh, the uh, you hear the, the door unlock again, uh, and it swings open. And three guards enter the room with Vallis. Uh, Vallis appears to have several cuts and bruises on him. And he marches into the room and just heads straight back for his corner and then sits back down. Not a word spoken, nothing. Just, just walks back in, covered in blood. I have an idea. I don't take it that that's unusual for him, though. No, not at all. <laughs> I, if if we could tr- find a way to make him our ally, can we like heal his bruises? Does is anyone actually? I was just gonna ask. Um, how do I? I've got like a plus eleven healing. Heal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can I do like? How do I roll a healing check on him? Can I help him out? Uh, you could absolutely do that. Is that is that how that works? Because I, I, yeah, I mean, well, this before. is outside of combat. the The healing check uh, that that's mostly for when you're inside combat. So this is more uh, theoretical. So you, you, I mean, is this something you're going to do against his will, or ask him first, or something no? Like this that? is like I would I would like to go and just in and and offer him and say, you know, um, I'm I'm a skilled healer. If if you're willing, I would like to try to help you. If if I can do that. Baranith, can you do a perception check on him just to make see how much of that blood is his and how much of the blood is, you know, the people he's fought and just kind of if, if this fight yeah. is different than any of the other ones he's been through, you know, like well, I just I want the answer to my question first. <laughs> you can absolutely walk up to him and and talk to him and heal him if you wish. That is a that is a skill that you have. You absolutely can do that. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna now. I'm gonna. You don't have your holy symbol or anything like that. That's in your personal effects. So right. while you can heal somebody, it's not like it's not as strong as if you were to have your your stuff with you. you I mean, my my motivation back. is to is to show Trend. some kind of good faith right. and have an ally, right? So I'm, you know, I'm I'm assuming if it, even if it's not a hundred percent, it's probably better than nothing. Something, so. yes. Yeah. So. Uh, do you want to just walk up to him and start talking, or do you? Just want I'm to gonna the... I'm gonna have a chat with Vallis. I'm gonna okay. kind of follow him to his his corner and say hello. Okay. And I'm gonna lightly trail behind her over here, just hang yeah. back. Thank you. <laughs> oh my. Like, Trixie's just feeling. gonna keep an eye from where she is, I, <laughs> just in case. I have a I have a feeling like if we can get him on our side, then the two girls would be more willing to you know help. So. so Okay, Baranith approaches Vallis, and then flanking her, kind of like staying, kind of tailing her, just kind of following her in that general vicinity is Rikus and Tala. Can I make her smell really nice with prestidigitation? <laughs> <laughs> like, like lilacs or something? You know? Yeah! 
aromatherapy? Uh, sure. What do tieflings okay. like? Maybe they like vanilla. Okay, you, smell, you smell like vanilla. It's very unassuming and kind of con. I hate vanilla. I like chocolate. <laughs> My father was killed by vanilla. Vanilla, and... the, the mating scent of the tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you might want to clear out. No. Um... Oh, oh, man, I need an adult. <laughs> you are an adult, dang it. She needs a second adult. Um, I'm Galford's going to sit this well, entire like conversation third out. at that point. Uh, so, uh, Valis sees this, this group approach, and, um, in a weird showing, normally he kind of ignores all outside stimuli, he, he's very, very reserved, very quiet, uh, and only interacts with people if he is absolutely pressed and is certain that that person isn't going to go away anytime soon. Uh, even the guards, uh, they they don't speak to him. They kind of walk into the room, walk back into that corner, and he knows what time it is, and he's ushered out. No one speaks a word. It's creepy, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, so, in a weird showing, he kind of looks up from... He usually just kind of stares off into the middle distance or, or just closes his eyes. Uh, he sees Baranath approaching and looks, uh, opens his eyes and looks up at her. Doesn't say a word, but looks up at her. Is he scowling or no stoic? More than, or? No more than usual, but uh, not friendly looking, but not necessarily uh, like snarling angry, just not happy. Just, just kind of just sitting there, yeah. Um, so I'm going to approach, you know, uh, you know, slowly and, and calmly and, uh, and say, I, we haven't formally met. Um, I know your name is Valis. My name is Baranith. Uh, whether you care about that or not, um, I can't help but see that you're, you're quite bloodied, like you're hurt. And I'd like to offer you, uh, my you know, my, my services as a healer, uh, I would like to help you out, especially, um, you know, you look like you might be having some pain. Uh, he kind of studies you. It looks like he's, he's just kind of like reading you. Uh, and, uh, he tells you, um, I don't require healing. The blood on my cloak isn't mine. Uh, beyond that, you see where his face has been cut. Like that's obviously like, that, that's him bleeding, uh, mm-hmm. and you you see some bruises and stuff. But uh, the 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 the, the, the his, his the cloak he's kind of wearing, which is this like the same kind of beggar's tunic, brown potato sack type shit they got you all wearing, um, is just soaked in blood. Um. So uh, I'm gonna roll insight. Okay. Twelve. Eh. Can I, as well? Um, well, she's speaking to him, so... Oh, okay, true. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, you don't see anything wrong with that statement? You don't read anything... Uh, you don't read anything too far into that? Um... I look at him, and I say, I can, I can see the cuts on your face. I... You know, um, 
I would I would like to help you. Uh, uh Can I roll says, diplomacy? Of uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um let's let's do, in a minute. Let me let me see where this goes. Sure. Um he says why? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would explain to him that you feel bad that he's over here all alone. Yes, just that you are, you're in the same situation that we're all in, and uh, I, I feel you're, you're deserving. You're deserving of, uh, of some healing, just as the rest of us are. Uh, he's, <laughs> uh, he says, we are not friends. We are not allies. I will heal just fine. Um, you could tell him that it helps keep your humanity kind of thing I'll say Brennan this storm's off fine I won't help you I'm ready to have just a little see fit and just run to the other corner Rikas he was mean to me (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I can also clean or soil items you want me to just walk over and clean all the blood off his cloak and be like there you go like, no, he might like the blood there. Like he seemed very, I don't know. Just the 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 mood that I got is he might like it there, so I wouldn't try to clean him. That would be that might be bad. Like, this is going to be the prestidigitation like episode. I'm going to clean soil and smell like everything. In, I was about every- to say that. <laughs> it's like Justin and his history checks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it- well, I realize I can clean the water and I can make it taste good and like you know, yeah. that's all I got. Man, I'm in prison. That oh, would be history on the water. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that would have been a good thing to know last session. That was, I know, yeah. right? I can make faint music. Like I could be sitting in the corner listening to tunes, like making my hand taste good and licking it. Like <laughs> you got a plan for the long term. Seems like a tremendous waste of your power. This, I mean, <laughs> actually, as a benefit. But we're not witches. We don't have that stupid rule of personal gain shit. Actually, Branip, ask him if he he wants a drink. Sweet talking. He he might be tired. He might be parched. He's out there fighting. Ask him if he'd like some clean water, at least. Um. Oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) I'm. I'm not. Right next. I I want to run away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sorry. You're acting like you want a diplomance, and we're giving you opportunity. You are, you absolutely are, and despite that, I've I've kind of decided that I'm not going to push the issue. Um, I say to Valis, um, I, I, I respect your answer, and my offer stands if you change your mind, and I'm going to walk away. Before you walk away, mm. uh, he stands up out of his chair and kind of places his hands on that small uh, table in front of him and leans forward and kind of closes the gap between you two. Mm. Uh, and he speaks in, like, it, it's it's almost a whisper uh, so that only you can hear it. Uh, and he says, thank you. Just in this kind of gruff tone, but not nearly as gruff as when he's speaking, like, out loud. Uh, and then he kind of retracts and sits back down in his chair. Um, I, I close my eyes and I, and I just nod, uh, in his, uh, direction, uh, direction and, uh, and just calmly walk away. 
And he returns to just kind of staring off into the middle distance. Now what am I supposed to tell those girls? Uh. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, I figured that him coming in was what stopped the conversation. Well, well that's kind of happening while you're in your own corner with uh, okay. Katie and Sill. Like I could just see her with her hands on her hips, like looking at me like, yeah, yeah, tough shit. Huh? Huh? Okay. Katie, again, has... Like, she seems to be the warmer of the two. She would kind of get to know people or give them a chance or at least talk about things. Maybe not act on them, but at least talk. While Sill is very much, why are you wasting my time? What What is this getting us by standing here chatting with you? What, what, like, why? Well, I don't trust you. I don't know you. Why? You know, that kind of thing. I've got to charm Katie then. Uh, by doing what? What would you, continuing the conversation, what would you like to do? I totally ignore uh, Sill. And just <laughs> look at Katie and say, can I offer you a drink? Uh, Galford makes a great martini. Well, now, hold on a second. Galford can't change the physical properties of things. Like, he can't... Well, I guess he can change the physical properties of things. But he can't... He can't turn... Like, he can make it taste as though it's... Exactly. Right. But even that... Let me check this... Uh, let me check this power. Prestidigitation. It's an, it's an at, at will. Um, yeah. But, I mean, like, I can't take the chunks out of the water. I can just make no. it taste <laughs> It doesn't clean the water in any way, shape, or form. It just makes it taste Offer less Offer her foul. a shit martini. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's still gonna have chunks of skin and blood in it, and 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 all kinds of stuff. Where it's it's shitty, not stirred, it's sweaty, and yeah, it's not great. Urine pilled. I can also make a small item disappear. I can make a small item appear. Like it's it's a real sensory kind of power. However, I'm drawing a blank at how it would help us in a you know grand escape when we'd probably be swarmed by guards. It'd be like, you know. But I'm guessing if you were sitting on a power like that, you probably wouldn't have been sitting in the cell for over a week. Exactly, yeah. However, at least now the group knows that it's there, so if we're in the heat of something and somebody goes, hey, Galford, make a shower of sparks, or hey, make that smell like poop, or hey, you know, make, you know, make something small appear, make a small mouse appear because this guy's afraid of mice, at least now the group <laughs> kind of knows that this tiny, ineffectual power is there. You okay. never know. You, I, I believe that one you can also, like... Uh, light torches or snuff them out or yeah I read that too where I can snuff out torches because that would be you know maybe the darkness would help us but yeah you never know definitely would help Trixie yes yep yeah. very very true uh, so do you want to continue talking to Katie and if so what would you like to say uh well still want to offer like a drink uh she says Thanks for the offer. I, I appreciate it, but I try not to drink from that whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God, it's like a bad thing I've seen at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, oh, I, I turn to her and I say, well, if I could be of any uh, assistance, uh, be, free, uh, be free to, you know, just call me over. But uh, and I totally ignore her sister because I want none of her. Um, uh, we'll talk about this another time, and I walk away. <laughs> okay. Uh, th- there's this pause, and she's like, um, thanks, I-, I guess, thank you. And then, um, you see Syl lean in and whisper something in Katie's ear, and they both kind of giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I go to the group, and I'm like, 
<laughs> and I go, totally nailed it. <laughs> Can I roll perception? What did she say? Do you want to roll like if you <laughs> if you heard it from across the room, that kind of thing? Yeah, that's what I want to know. It's like I gave him a phony phone number. Well, okay, wait. <laughs> Baranith was talking to Valis during that exchange. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was already okay. <clears throat> but someone else could do that if you want, or you Can just I? want to take. You were there. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't hear what they said. No. Oh, I thought you were talking about the whisper thing. No, 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 not that. Like that's oh. that was yeah, that was clearly meant for just those two. Okay. I thought you were talking. Like, you didn't hear no, the conversation no, you was... just had. I'm like, I can't remember. <clears throat> and Tholomon has Alzheimer's. That's <laughs> and AIDS. He has Insult AIDS to injury to this adventure. <laughs> um. We can all just collectively facepalm and just tell Tholomon to you know leave our Shit. roommate alone. Trixie's been facepalming the whole time. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Why do you think Tala walked away? So walked away. every day, you, you guys kind of subsist on this uh, subsist on this routine. So every day, uh, twice a day, you're fed, and the feeding process is is this. Uh, every day, the guards like you you hear them kind of like clip clopping down the hall, and then you know, this big clunky key goes in the big clunky lock on the door and they they open it up and they bring in a bucket of um, let's call it stew and oh. it's the cheapest, fo- you could tell it's just the cheapest form of like goop, glop, that they can they can serve you, and they kind of sit this bucket in the middle of the room um, you guys pretty much just eat with your hands uh, this stuff is lukewarm. Um, the only one who gets uh, a plate, and it's not even a plate really so much as just this 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 like uh, this little tiny like stone slab is Valus. I'm um, sure. And you're not exactly sure how he got it, or you know who he took it from, or whatever. But he kind of keeps that in his corner. He has a a small treasure trove of personal effects. And they're not great by any... I mean, even the, even the poorest citizen in the city would have better shit than him. But, uh, I mean, you know, to you guys, he might as well be a millionaire. Uh, he always... Like, as soon as the food is dropped off, he stands up without saying a word, walks over to the stuff, and kind of pours out a generous uh, a grouping for himself, then walks back and, and sits down and eats. Uh, then everyone else kind of gets their uh, gets their turn. Uh, this stuff doesn't taste great. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you guys. It's not great. Galford. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Galford can help with. <laughs> I can once again use prestidigitation to make the food warmer and taste better. So that's that's something. There you go. That's that. This, so Galford has done a lot to make this a bearable experience for you guys, uh, which probably has gone a long way in uh, having you guys not as pissed off as you were, like the week previous. Like I mean, he's he's done a lot. It just is like here. Let me at the, and you could kind of tell maybe Galford's going out of his way a little bit. Kind of maybe to make amends, or at least not get him stabbed in the middle of the night. Like maybe he doesn't feel like there's so much animosity towards him. Um, 
is there anything you you guys would like to talk about or anything uh, before we move on to the next little chunk? Is it worth speaking to Valis at all? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like I want to know more about his intentions. Like, does he intend to win the tournament and be free? Does he hold a huge grudge against the slave master and he wants to kill him, or, you know, or do you guys think we should uh, leave him be? Out of curiosity, did he grab his food before we actually changed the taste? Uh, he doesn't seem to care one way or the other. Oh, right, right. Yeah, he just he, grabs it. It does it like uh, Galfred heating it up or, or changing the taste. It doesn't seem to matter. It, it wouldn't. At least he's not letting on. Yeah, at least he's not letting on that. Yeah, that that it would matter to him one way or the other. Well, over the last days, at least Tala's been hanging around in that particular corner she's in right now Mm -hmm. for various and sundry reasons. I mean, periodically she'll check him and see what he's check what Valis is just kind of doing, kind of analyzing him over the last few days. But she won't like directly interact with him or anything. Otherwise, she's been keeping to herself. Okay. Cool beans. Um, See what she can like pick up from him. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, so after after the the after the uh, the guards dropped off Valis and you guys were fed in the morning. So after that, uh, the guards come back down the hallway. Uh, and this time you hear more footsteps. There's there's definitely a cadre of people. And the door swings open. Uh, and uh, th- there are two guards brandishing their swords right away. And the other just is propping the door open. <clears throat> you can see two more guards in the hallway. But in between the two guards in the back and the two guards uh, forward are two men in cloaks. Uh, these are big, billowy, black cloaks uh, with uh, some red symbols on them. Oh. Uh, the, 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 these guys are wearing like huge hoods too. Like just, they're kind of covering their their heads. You can see their faces plain as day, but like, yeah, these these guys are uh, dressed to the nines here. Um, uh, let me see. Who would like to roll a perception check on these? Uh, um, what's my perception? Uh, plus six. I've got plus eight. Oh, go for it. Alright. There it is. Twelve. Can I, can I try? Um, I really don't want this to be a thing where, like, everybody in the room oh. tries. I, I, I'll say, so, uh, Baranath doesn't recognize any of the symbols or anything like that. Um... Uh, you know what, Trixie? I'll let Trixie go ahead and try. Do a perception check? Yes. I have a plus zero. Do it That's anyway. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so is it just a, is it just one d twenty? Yes. Because he doesn't want you to do it. He don't like you. Oh boy. I have a plus nine perception though. I got a plus. <laughs> <laughs> and a twelve. Awesome. Okay. So even though Baranith with her twelve doesn't recognize these figures, um. Trixie doesn't recognize the individuals in question, but she does recognize those symbols. Uh, and you saw the same symbols uh, at uh, House Darksbane's 
complex in Brightport. So uh, a good guess would be that these guys are affiliated with House Darkspain. Oh, goody. Uh, so these guys trudge in, and uh, the guards... Uh, the, one of the guards whispers something into one of the cloak figure's ears. And he's pointing at each one of you as he's, as he's saying it. Uh, everyone except Tholomon. Yeah, I was going to say, even me? <laughs> uh, and then one of, the, one of the cloak figures points to Tholomon. And they, they kind of talk for a moment. And uh, Tholomon, roll a perception check, please. So my perception is six and a D twenty. Yes. Twenty-two. Yep, he's fine. Okay, so I'm pretty uh, sure he observed it. You can definitely, uh, you can definitely hear them whisper about you, whisper, whisper the name, uh, and then uh, uh, you you hear them whisper the name Gradic. Uh, Gradic. And then <laughs> Wait, this could be a good thing. You never know. Maybe Gradic sent them. Oh, d- d- For what purpose? Remember, Gradic isn't with House Darksbane, and he's, he's with Silverclaw. Well, right. maybe he it, like inadvertently sent them. Like you know, they heard something, and they're like, "Oh, Gradic had something to do with these people." And you know, I mean, could it really get too much worse than where we are now? Did you guys steal? Maybe from they're them? offering us a. A plan to hunt him down and get some revenge. Yes! Beat that little guy's ass. <laughs> I, I would be for this. I strongly approve of this. <laughs> I approve this message. <laughs> yes. It has the teleport thing seal of approval. Uh, the guards ask you uh, after, after the brief conversation. It's like, you, you six, get in line. Uh, so uh, they have you line up. This doesn't sound good. And uh, the two cloak figures walk up and down the line. And uh, uh, they walk up to Tala first and kind of put their hand on uh, uh, each one of her shoulders. And then take their hands away and move to the next person in line, down the line. Uh, And... Uh, after after they've let go of Tala's shoulders, there's almost this faint glow coming off of her for just like just almost an imperceptible amount of time. Just, but they've clearly done something. Um, the only people oh, crap. the only people they don't uh, touch in any way, shape, or form is Trixie and Galford. Oh, what the hell? Why are they, hmm. why are they touching me? I want to be glowy. <laughs> I don't want to. You, you don't. You want to be magically violated? Eh, well, you know, it's the best action I've gotten all week. <laughs> <laughs> There's always Valus. And out of character. He's not willing. <clears throat> uh, and uh, the guards motion for uh, Trixie and Galford to come with us. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> so. Hi guys. Uh, So everyone else is left uh, in the room, and uh, Trixie and Galford are taken down the hallway. Uh, The cadre of guards and the two cloak figures uh, lead them down this hallway into a smaller uh, holding cell type area. And 
there are a couple of chairs set up, and and it's it's a little homier than the one you're in. But you have the feeling that this is probably used for like a, a guard's break quarters or something. It's not really. Uh, uh, they don't. They they either don't have enough top-notch slaves to put it, you know, to use that room as well. Uh, because the shittier fodder slaves are kept on the other side of the complex. Uh, and they sit Trixie and Galford down in, in two chairs side by side. Uh, you guys are sporting the full shackles, the, the whole treatment, and then they shackle you to the chair on top of that. So and they, they, don't... they are still standing, right? They're not sitting down at all? They're standing, we're seated? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, in the room with you guys is... Uh, several other cloaked figures. Uh, most of them, uh, three or four of them look exactly like the people who walked in and started groping everybody in the party. I feel like we're being introduced into a frat or sorority and I'm going to be hit with a paddle at some point. Look, <laughs> 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 well, we thought we were getting violated. And... Uh, Got some BDSM shit going on over here. And then the ball gags arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Should have dropped that action line a whole time, a long time ago. <laughs> and the question is, can you accept this? <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. Rough <laughs> we'll to get the hose. Uh, one of the figures is not is not wearing a hood at all. Like he's got it, um, uh, an older kind of balding looking man with um, almost a toucan esque nose. Kind of kind of almost it's 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 large and, and hookish. It's it's one of the biggest features that stand out about the guy. He's human, uh, but just kind of older and and not decrepit, but frail-looking. Uh, and as you're, as you're shackled, the, the guards leave and shut the door and lock it behind them. So you are now locked in the room with these, with these figures. Uh, they are all standing, and uh, the elderly man walks towards you uh, and says, I trust you're comfortable. Trixie just looks at Galford and then looks at him and doesn't say anything. But Galford says, as best as we can be. Do you know who I am? A person with a very big nose? Should we make a perception check? Totally up to you. Uh, okay, I have a flat D20 anyway, so it's worth it. <laughs> Seven. He's, a, he's male. He's male and on the planet. Yes. <laughs> You have narrowed it down to all the human males on this planet. Um, he doesn't even wait for you to respond. He, he just kind of barrels on. He, he obviously has this pre-planned speech he wants to kind of get through. You can, you can tell. Oh, uh, Galford, you get along very well together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, me, uh, myself, and my associates are a member of House Darkspain. I believe you've heard of us. You recently spent some time in Brightport, did you not? I just nod. Galford nods. And uh, he pulls up a chair 
uh, after this and sits down and there's kind of that, that old man grunt when he sits down just, ugh. you'd caused quite a bit of damage in your time it'll take us months to rebuild that house that served as, as our headquarters for decades and in a matter of moments you've torn it asunder you've also stolen from us which I cannot abide now some would say you've been punished severely enough, but not enough for us, I'm afraid. Um, he motions to uh, a couple of the uh, cloak figures, and they walk up to you and touch you the same way that everyone else in the party was touched. So you've, you, that, that faint, glowy shit happens. Um... He says, uh, Firstly, I hated that I had to travel to this rat-infested city to find you. But I wanted to see you with my own eyes and give you a message. You will die here. We'll make sure of it. Now, what makes you so sure? Uh, he, he says not a word, but just smiles at you. It's the first time he's smiled since he's laid eyes upon you and you oh, him. Shit. Uh, he motions to the two, the two guys in cloaks, and they kind of back off. So they're kind of circled around him like a posse. Not saying a word. They, 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 he's the only one speaking. Uh, he says, um, I have some business to attend to in the city. And then we'll be leaving here as soon as possible. My only regret is that I won't watch your slow, agonizing death. But rest assured, it's coming. And then he pushes the chair away and stands up. And uh, his posse leaves before him. Uh, they kind of rap on this door like twice. Just two solid knocks. And the guards unlock the door. The door swings open with a creak. And they leave. As he's about to walk out the door, uh, he turns around and says, um, "This now he's behind you, so you just kind of hear his voice echo throughout this, this uh, small chamber. You've done well to survive this long. I bet you've made some friends with your fellow slaves. I wonder if their friendship can be purchased. And then he just walks out. Uh, the guards walk in and uh, unshackle uh, Trixie and Galford from their chairs and usher them back into the slave chambers. Oh my. And he never told us his name. Uh, he didn't, no. He didn't, okay. And you didn't recognize him, so. Right, okay. Can I do an arcana check on the glow on our shoulders? I was just about to say gone? that. We need to do an arcana check. <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Go right ahead. <laughs> that was a crit miss. <laughs> can I do one too or no? Um, I would put this on Galford. He's your he's your magic man. So like that's well, yeah, Baranith could too. Six. I used up all my juice making everything taste good, and now I can't even help out. <laughs> 
Uh, so as soon as you guys are back in the chamber, uh, you could tell Galfred is frantically like, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And just kind of drawing a blank. Uh, Baranith or Trixie, if you want to give it a shot, go right ahead. For what? Knowledge the, Arcana. The Arcana, Arcana check. Oh. I'll roll. Hopefully. One. Eight. And two. Oh, wow. Okay. You guys have no... F- you have no fucking clue what these guys did to you. Uh, if anything. Um... Yeah, man, that is so ro- that is so low. Um, yeah, you you have no idea. Like that, you can't gleam anything. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a I did a private roll after that just to see, and I got a twenty. So <laughs> it's kind of like okay, great. Was that a lot of shouting? What the fuck? No, that was me. Okay. <laughs> That was me, and my mic was muted. That's just you it. hearing me. Okay. <laughs> um, Katie, uh, Katie approaches you guys. Uh, and, uh, she approaches Tholomon, to be specific. Yeah. Uh, and she kind of yeah, like right. <laughs> she kind of like grabs his shoulder and jerks him jerks him close. Like, you want to tell me what the hell that was about? Um, Jason, I think you like the word jerk. I, I say, hell if I know. Uh, and she says, I, I can't afford to be friends with anybody who's going to get us killed. And I don't know who the hell those guys were, but I don't want any part of them. I mean, I don't know who they are either, so, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you are. Um, so, uh, hours pass. And nothing really seems to be... Uh, nothing has... You don't feel differently. You don't You don't notice any changes. Uh, you, you're kind of all just sitting in this room in this awful, tension-filled waiting game. Um, you don't... You, you kind of eyeball each other from across the room, seeing if anyone sprouts horns or a tail or anything. Just any, any physical changes. And no one seems to you know, notice anything. <clears throat> um, I'm going to give you guys one more chance if you want to talk do so now because we're about to move on into something here eh, I think we're fine <laughs> and I, just, I decide to walk over to Galford and just say thank you you know not really implying what it's for but just to say thank you truthfully and then just walk back away so Galford you know doesn't say anything doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't pick up on really what she's saying and uh, you know he's he looks pretty nervous though altogether, <laughs> and says, "You know, I don't want to die here like some common slave. I know they were from House Darkspain. I mean, I I don't know who he was, but what House Darkspain could do to people, I don't want to be any part of that." Uh, after after um, after a time, go ahead. go ahead. After, well, once we kind of generally break off. As you can see, I'm back in my little quiet corner over there. Yep. I'm proceeding to, in these last few hours, I've been proceeding to try and meditate and try and kind of commune with the Raven Queen to see if, to not necessarily see if our our future truly is an impending death or anything. Like what this 
kind of glowing thing has in store. Okay, would that be... Let me see. That's that's more of just a roleplay thing, or is that something that you would actually like to do, like a religion check, something like that? Um... I, I, guess we do it, I guess we do it as a religion check. I mean, the way we play it from my game, was, from the other games I do, was it would be like a percentile roll. And um, depending how the DM set up that percentile, it would give me kind of a variant of an answer. There's percentile, I suppose, where I don't get any answer at all, but I rolled a nine. Uh, a nine religion. Um, because I don't have anything to it. Yeah, that's so. This, it, it, it's hazy. Like you're not getting anything. Like nothing definitive. And you can, in your head, you can kind of see this going one of two ways: where uh, the group makes it to the end of this tournament and wins your freedom, or you all die a horrible, horrible death. But you don't see at whose hand or why. So it's it's very it's kind of magic eight ball-y, like check back later that kind of thing. <laughs> like you're not exactly sure. Well, which you know I didn't really expect a holistic, right, definitive answer anyway because that would be a direct tampering with fate, and that's not the Raven Queen's shtick. I know that. Right, right. So it's it's more or less kind of laying your options out. Um, again, you hear the clip clopping of uh, of guards' boots. And the unlocking of a door. And uh, this time they they point to all six of you. So uh, for the first time in actually a few days, you're all going to go out and fight as a team. And whenever this happens, um, it's something big and awful and ugly. Each successful uh, time you make it back, uh, they seem to go snag something even bigger and nastier. Um, sometimes it'll be a whole cadre of, of fodder that you'll have to you'll have to fend off, and uh, sometimes it'll be a giant scorpion or something you know akin to that. Um, but scorpion? just as an example, I was gonna say if if I had chosen that scorpion perk, would I have been friends with the scorpion? No. Oh man, you're never gonna be friends with anything that they're gonna shove in the <laughs> arena at you. It's uh, so they, they snag all six of you up and take you to the arena. So you guys want to slide yourself onto the board here. You are back in the arena. Yeah, just kind of pop yourself out there wherever you'd like to be. So um, the hype man is is announcing like your presence. And, and there's a pretty packed crowd there today. Uh, and everyone's just kind of going nuts, going nuts. Um, and then nothing happens for the longest. Like, it seems like they're, uh, they're either stalling for time or, wait, like, whatever they're getting ready to attack you with, they're, they're, it, it might take some time to wrangle or, or something. Um, in the meantime, they've given you, uh, your, your weapons and armor, and there's this, um, kind of a circular sand-covered, ch- uh, changing room. Uh, where they keep everyone's personal effects, and it, like if you were to go down the hall before you get to the big arena gates that that let you into the arena proper, there's this uh, changing room where they kind of give you all your stuff back, and uh, under under watchful eye they let you put all your stuff on and everything, and 
Um, you notice security in that room is incredibly tight, so lots of guards with spears surrounding you the entire time in case you get any funny ideas of fighting back against them. Then they usher you into the arena and announce your presence, and then you just kind of wait. Uh, so minutes go by, and finally your opponents enter from the opposite end of the arena. Oh, no. Uh, and you instantly recognize them as oh, Syl and Katie. Oh, no. So, everyone, please roll initiative. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Nobody wants to roll initiative. Can I kill Syl? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear yourself? Hey, she's a bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I got somewhat decent initiative. Yay. Um, my initiative is... So, <laughs> how do you roll initiative? I'm D20, D20 plus your initiative. Yep. Oh, wait. I didn't throw my initiative in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore that one. Hold on. I got 18. Oh, he beat me by 19. <laughs> I usually roll pretty oh, well on initiative. No idea why. Okay, hold on. I did better. I'm than worried. Last. I'm worried that Rikus is going to fight. Go. That he's just going to sit down cross-legged and end up taking a horrible beating <laughs> or get executed on the spot. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's a moral quandary you guys are in. Like, I I, I yell over to them. I told you so. You okay? Wait, wait. You yelled over to uh, Syl and Katie. Yeah. Uh, Katie yells back. You told us what? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't tell them. And Baranith got a what? Oh, I got a nothing because I really don't want to. <laughs> You're gonna have to anyways. Hey. Well, if she doesn't take initiative, wow. technically she comes in at top Dead of the last. order when everyone else goes. Jeez, Jason's rolling good initiative. What is the world coming to? An end. Oh. <laughs> um, so the initiative order is going to be Syl. Damn, Jason. <laughs> then pretty much everyone else, then Katie, then Tholomon, Rikus, Galford. Okay. Damn it, Rikus, why do you have, like, uh... How is six on two a fair fight? Yeah! You're about to find Wait. out! Did you notice that all the girls rolled better than all the guys? <laughs> I don't know if the plan was for a sweet fair. I thought, what, what was mine? 18? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think the plan was for it to be fair. I think the plan was for us to choose either to let Katie and Syl live and us die, or us kill them. I don't want to fight him. So, um, Brian, you might want to get a little closer to the mic. Oh, I was talking really low, so... Oh, okay, that's cool, that's cool. <clears throat> um, so yeah, you guys are in a shitty situation. And, uh, the, the, the crowd is ambiguous to all this. They just, it's like, oh, a fight! And it's all skilled warriors, it's not monsters. So this is an actual... Uh, this could be an actual fight, and they, they, they really they eat this kind of stuff up. And it's kind of rare because they don't use um, the really good slaves against each other because you're doubling the chances that you're going to lose someone. Um, monsters are easy to get. Like, skilled warriors are, are kind of... Uh, you got to import those. 
Um, so, uh, Katie and Syl just kind of look at each other nervously, and uh, Syl breaks away, like she just starts sprinting towards you, uh, and then vanishes. God damn it. What? <laughs> the hell? I believe somebody has invisibility. <laughs> Someone is, she is called Sil the Sneak, I mean... Yeah. Berenith, your turn. Oh my gosh. Um, See, I saw her suspect some invisibility here. Okay. Um, I... I guess I have to move. I mean, and it would be suicide if we tried to convince them to join with us and have an eight-party fight with the guards, right? <laughs> no, that'd be a good idea. Well, Shut again, up. you're still... <laughs> <laughs> You, I mean, <laughs> you could try this in the middle of a fight, but you don't know. There's a lot of unknowns into this, and I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, yeah. And even if you did convince them, then again, you're still in the middle of the arena, in the middle of the city, in the middle of the desert. Are you going to fight off everyone? Yeah. I know one thing. She's going for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh move a couple squares here uh, as soon as I get my pointer out here. We're all going to sound so un, like reluctant to do anything in this fight. We're going to be like, well, I guess we're going to do this. <laughs> um, I think all we have to do is get them bloodied and see what happens. I'm going to I'm going to use my shield of faith as a minor action. Uh, so that's a close burst five, and all of my allies uh, get two plus power bonus to AC until the end of the encounter. Except me. And Thalman. Oh. What, why? <laughs> because we're outside of the five point burst. Oh. Yeah. You guys are fanned out pretty well. Yeah. Should have been closer. Wait a second. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you are just outside of it. Yep. What you get for being individuals, not following the pack. <laughs> Thanks. <What> the <laughs> hey, following the pack has its uh, perks. I am no sheep. <laughs> uh, oh god, I, I, there's really nothing else I can do. She's right like, I'm not anyway. gonna attack them. I have a moral struggle I don't, with this. I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to. I mean, unless one of them comes up and hits me, in which case it's on. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But, okay, Brannith, you have to look at it this way: they're you're gonna fight to the to, to the death or until you get out. They're technically just standing in our way, even though we've made friends. They already said that they were gonna back away from us if you know if it's because they think that we're friends with the, with the cloaked people. So now, you know, that's essentially them saying we're not gonna back you, and now they're gonna fight us. Like they're not gonna hold back. Are they really friends, though? Well, well also me me being sorry. Go ahead. They're, I mean, they're close enough to friends with I mean, they're the only ones that are that were talking to us. Me being a skeptical us. warlock thinks that we've been touched with something by House Darksbane, and potentially these two could be just a couple of, like, crazed oh. monsters that are appearing to us Yeah, Katie and Syl. So oh, we, we are. knock the shit out of them, and then um, 
uh, knock the shit out of him kind of thing, and then maybe we can break the spell. Or oh. we are appearing to them as a bunch of like crazed maniacs kind of thing, like like the girls killed. Uh, so they think we're like cornrow guys, and that's why she charged us immediately because we appear as monsters to her because we're un- under some type of magical influence. I don't know how we're going to break that in an encounter without you know taking off some arms and heads and you know it ending bad for us as the dungeon master usually aspires to. Um, but I'm just putting that out there as I don't know. No, Let's you're fight. right. You're right, dude. Because th- why else would you say uh, you know when I yelled across the room? So this magic is special that we we didn't turn into these figures that they're seeing until we entered the arena? Like, we were touched before. Well, did Trixie Trixie and Galford share with us that the cloak figures had said to them that we were going to die a slow, painful death? No, we kept that to ourselves. (laughs) I I wouldn't have told you. (laughs) Because the last thing I need is to bring that back in there and tell you guys, hey, by the way, we're going to die anyway. Well, because if you told us we were going to die a slow and painful death, then it wouldn't make that logic wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't really be slow and painful if they were just going to chop us up into pay, into pieces. I think the entire group is aware we've been magically touched, and I, and I don't mean like special needs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm just I'm 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 ending my turn. All right. Trixie, your turn. Um, I guess... I guess I'll move forward. I mean, if we're going to start doing anything, um, we have to be a little bit closer. So, I'm just going to move forward to there. Okay. And I'm actually just going to end it there, because I can't do anything to her anyways. Okay. You can move twice if you don't want to take an attack action. I do not want to move that far away from the ground, just in case. So, let me describe the scene uh, to everyone who's listening at home. Um, There's this immense arena. It's it's a a huge battlefield that you guys are on. Uh, And very much on one side of it, you guys entered. On the other side, Syl and Katie entered. Um, Syl starts to charge the group, immediately vanishes. So, there's this chasmous expanse of about a hundred feet or so where there's just no one. Like, there's like there's just air. So, you guys have this weird, do we close the gap? And, yeah. So, uh, Tala, your turn. Um, I am going to use a double move action, so I believe that gets me right in front of Katie. Okay. Um, also, I will have wild shaped into my tiger form and essentially tell her make a choice. Uh, first of all, she's shocked that you closed that big of a gap in that short of a time. Damn. Uh, and that wraps up your turn, correct? That more or less wraps up my turn. Okay, so <clears throat> that makes it Katie's turn, and she is going to, let's see here, uh, she's going to use Sweep, so that's going to be a d20 plus 5. Now, the the momentary shock of you 
firstly, clearing that gap so you're right up in her face, and then the shape change thing is like, oh, oh shit. Like, that, that kind of shocks her. Then she narrows her eyes and uses sweep. So that's going to be 22 versus your AC. Okay. That okay. hits. Uh, firstly, that's going to knock you prone. Okay. Uh, and then that's a uh, D10 plus 5, uh, 9. So you're going to take 9 damage. Okay. So and what does that mean for my next turn? Uh, it just means you're prone right now. Uh, I'm prone and, for now, and I'm going to be fine my next turn. Well, oh, well, you have to use your move action to stand up. Okay. Yeah. That's and what then, I was checking for. Uh, as a result of that, she gets to shift back one square, uh, and then she's going to spend her move action. And two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, she's going to move seven spaces away from you. And that will end her turn. Tholomon, your turn. I'm going to move right here. And, uh... Jesus, there's only one out on the field, and it's the one I like. <laughs> I'm ending my turn. Okay. Uh, Rikus, your turn. Okay, so, um, obviously, the only, uh, and this is an internal battle with Enriquez, uh, so, but he's just gonna, uh, uh, casually move up five spots, and there's nothing more I can do, so he's gonna end his turn, too. Okay. Again, you can double move if you want, because you're not attacking. Uh, I think I'm good right now. Something tells me, uh... <clears throat> I, I, given the fact that I don't know where Sill is right now, mm-hmm. it, it's probably not a great idea to move, double move right now, just because I don't know where she is, but I'm good. Okay. And that'll bring up Galford. Uh, okay, so I will move one, two, three, four, five. Um, I just want to see what my range is to Katie here. Eight, nine, ten, blah, crap. Um, and you can't use a minor action if you double move, right? Oh, no, minor action can be used on top of both. That's just a minor action. Minor action. Okay, so if yeah. I double moved, I could still pop the minor action. Okay. Yes. So then one, two, three, four, five. I'll move within range. It's a uh, minor action close burst ten. I'm going to use Shade Twin and turn turn myself into Katie's appearance. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I look exactly like her. Okay. Cool. And <laughs> and that'll that'll be pretty much it for you, unless you want to pop pr- a pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. So whenever I take <clears throat> damage uh, while I've adopted the target's appearance, the other target, like so, Katie would take psychic damage equal to half what I take. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever the target takes damage from this effect, roll a d twenty on a ten or higher. The effect ends. Okay. Um. So, Katie, upon, like, seeing you approach her and then change, apparently change into her, that's what she sees. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of cocks her head like a dog would if it didn't quite hear you properly. Like, it's like, huh? Like that kind of thing, just for a second. Uh, and that will bring up Syl. Uh, Syl is going to move uh, here. 
and then become visible. Uh, and she's going <laughs> to uh, she's going to use a little move called sneak attack. Um, uh, she's actually going to be attacking both uh, Tholomon and Rikus. Mm-hmm. Um, did I get did uh, Barana use the AC bonus thing? And was you I got it. Okay, I just wanted to double check before anything. Yeah, the only people who don't have it are uh, Tholomon and Tala. Yeah. It was plus two, right? Yes. Yeah. To yeah. AC, I believe. Uh, oh, I am a tank right now. Yeah, so uh, let me swing. Let me get the Rikus roll out of the way first. 17, that's going to miss. Uh, and then let me swing at Tholomon. 16. Uh, I'm 16 AC. Well, then that's going to hit you. Uh, that is a... It's, uh, let me see. 2d8 plus 8. Okay, so you're taking 16 damage right off the bat. Uh, plus 5 ongoing poison damage because her blades are coated in uh, a deadly poison. Uh, you're going to take that every turn on your turn uh, until your save ends. I'm already bleeding? Yeah, you're half health already. I knew this was coming. Why didn't I do something? Berenith, <laughs> uh, your turn. Okay, so I'm going to move three, four, five, six. Uh, I'm attacking Sill with Sunburst. Okay. And that is a d20 plus 10. 28, that'll hit. 28. And my damage is d8 plus 6. Uh, I think... Oh, yeah, that's the right one. Twelve, very nice. Twelve. Okay. So, um, uh, the effect, myself and each ally within five squares of me gains five temporary hit points and can make a saving throw. I don't think we need saving throws, but uh, I think Shane the does. hit points are... Oh, does he? Yep, uh-huh. he has oh, five okay. ongoing I'm bleeding! <laughs> so, go ahead and make a saving throw there. So, what do I roll? Uh, flat d20. Okay, so... If it's over 10, you, you get it. If it's uh, 10 or under, then no. Oh, you yes. good. Okay. Ooh, yeah. No more poison for <laughs> uh, for Tholomon. Yes. Uh, everyone else, let me give you your five temp hit points. Woo! Thank you, Baranit. <laughs> Anytime, honey. I got your back. <laughs> see, I think I would get that too, right? Uh, let's see here. One, two. Yep, you would yep. too. I don't think Trixie's in range, right? Sorry, nope. honey. She's no, I'm not. It's okay. Okay. Uh, and that'll bring up Trixie. Alright, I am going to scoot over next to Rikus. And I am going to attempt to do my Shadow Storm on Sill. Okay. Which is a d20 plus 10. 25. 25 will hit. Alright, so then want to do 1d10 plus 6. 12. 12 damage. So you guys have got a nice little... Uh, you guys are flanking her, so you kind of got a wing on either side of uh, you, Baranith, Tholomon, and Rikus. So does she get extra damage because we're flanking? No, no, that's just... It just helped you hit her. That's all. Oh, okay. Like, it, it gives you a plus two <laughs> to your roll. Your attack roll. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to do? Um... What else can I do? Anything? Well, if you wanted to pop an action point and, and go again, you can do that. But. No, it's too early yet. 
We'll okay. see. Tala, your turn. Fires of life. Okay. Do you stand up first? Yes. Okay. So you you used your move action to stand up. Fires of life. Yes. Yep. I I imagine that's on Katie. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think it can quite hit Sil. I believe that's out of range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Fires of life. 25 will hit. Yay. And damage on that says... Why did I go over to powers? That's not even useful. Uh, it's a d6 of fire damage, but it's ongoing fire damage. Nice. Now she gets... Let's see, she... Yeah, ongoing five fire damage and until she saves. And that's her daily... I mean, so she's so she take... took seven initial damage there. Okay, seven damage, and then five every time it's her turn. Until yeah, saves. I also gain seven. Wasn't there another thing? After effect, one creature of your choice within five squares. So yeah, you're not within range of anybody for that. So Yeah. All right. And you're all done? Yep, I'm, I'm done. Okay, Katie's turn. She takes five damage. If anything, I would have told her, so be it. Um, uh, Katie, uh, readies an arrow, uh, from her quiver. Oh, she has arrows too? She does. Damn. Go figure. Uh, Katie would be the, the sister who uses ranged combat, and Syl, as you already know, likes to get, uh, uh, down and dirty. Up close and personal. Up close and personal. So, uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, she readies an arrow, and kind of, like, points at Tala. And then readies the arrow and fires. And let's... 28. God damn. Yeah. So that will hit you. Um, She's good. Yeah, so... Uh, good lord. Uh, this particular shot aims at your leg. Okay. Uh, so Her paws, do... as it were. Yeah, let's do damage here. 13. Ow. Uh, let's Holy see here. Crap. What's that D6? Uh, that's a bonus because you're her you're her prey. Like she gets to call out like um kind of like marking you. It, it's Oh, it's just, like her call shot. Yes, she's gets that's her babe Ruth. That's her it's like you. <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> uh so uh, not only that, but you are now slowed. Okay. Because of the damage to your leg. So let me mark you. Uh, you're going to be slowed until the end of her next turn. Okay. Uh, and adjust conditions. Slow. There we go. And uh, she's going to move back a couple of more spaces. And Tholomon, your turn. Um, all right. I'm going to move... <clears throat> One second, not three. Uh, I accidentally zoomed out on the map. Um, three, and I can move diagonal. You can, you but you're 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 uh, you're currently right next to Sill, so you can only shift one space if that's going to be your move. Otherwise, she gets a, an attack of opportunity. Ah, yes. Move up one. You're flanking with uh, Trixie, too, so if you have any melee stuff, it's good. You're already getting the flanking bonus, right? If you move yeah. back away from her, uh, you lose your flanking. 
I really don't think he has much in the way of like. Yeah, that's true. He probably has like one attack, and it's probably with his dagger. So that's like a, you know, a D four. Like a yeah. finger, finger poke of doom. Yeah. yeah. I can like kind of poke you a little, like with a pencil. That's about it. Uh, I'm gonna end my turn. You're not gonna fire on her at all. No. Okay. Uh, Rikus, your turn. I was thrown off by that. Yeah, um, me too. Rikus, who at this point has... he He's very reluctant in actually fighting people that he's gotten to know, but given the fact that Syl, at least, has started to attack him, he, he pulls out his hammer, and he's going to do his basic uh, melee attack, which is d20 plus 9... 16. Uh, 16's gonna miss. He will shout the word fuck really okay. loudly. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> no, the I'm word kidding. fuck echoes through the arena, bouncing <laughs> off the high stone walls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I guess I'm gonna end my turn there. Uh, people know when they bring their kids to these events that there's gonna be some profanity. If they're not, I mean, it's, it's just... It's in the ticket when you buy it. It's right yeah, there. Yeah, it's as viewer discretion is his vibe. So. Uh, also card subject to change. Galford? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I was going to say, uh, my Shade Twin is a daily, so it's done for the day. Oh, and, gotcha. when, and when I finish my turn, I turn back into Galford. So um, it would just be just only till the end of my next turn. So if I did had got attacked while I was her, she would have taken some damage. Okay. That was mainly for effect because I wanted to see if she saw that and went like, that's weird, you know. And slimes, she did. She absolutely yeah, did. Slimes don't normally do that. Blah. You know, maybe to try and throw her off or realize that it's us, if for whatever reason we're not appearing as ourselves. Okay. Uh, but I am going to use Shadow Claws on Katie. She's within 10 and 18. Uh, it is Charisma versus Fortitude. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. So this is cold damage. 1d10 plus 6. Uh, 9. 9 damage. And if she moves during her next turn, she would take four damage. Cold okay. damage. Uh, so you kind of... She's facing uh, Rikus, and you kind of blast her back with this stuff, and she's like, ugh, just stumbles forward. Oh, I hit uh, Katie. I hit Katie. Katie, a, my bad. Yep. It's a it's a range uh, 10. So my she was bad. 10. I took it from the wrong one. There we go. So let me hit Katie. Smack Katie up. Bam. Okay. Uh, and that ends your turn. And that brings us back to Syl. Um, <clears throat> uh, Syl's going to kind of crouch down in this uh, offensive position. Uh, and then um, almost um, with, with some blinding speed here. Uh, she leaps upward and swings both of her poison-coated swords outward. Uh, and she's going to swing at Trixie and Baranith. Uh, so let me do that. Uh, let me do Trixie first. Oh, shit. 30, that's going to hit. And then Baranith. You don't know that. 24. <laughs> um... If you have any defense that's 30 or above, I've done something terrible wrong. Uh, terribly wrong so far. Uh, and that's going to be 2d8 plus 8. Uh, so you're both going to take 14 damage, and you're both poisoned. Uh-uh. 
Uh, so on your turn, each turn, you're going to take five damage until save ends. Uh, and it's Baranith's turn, so you're going to take five damage. <sighs> and you're now bloodied. So go ahead, ma'am. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just checking what else I've got here. Um, okay. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, uh, I guess I'm using Singing Strike against Sill. Okay. D20 plus 10, 19. Uh, what's that against? Uh, 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 Wisdom versus AC. Uh, that'll hit. Alright. Uh, D8 plus 6, 14. Okay, 14 damage. Alrighty. Uh, what else does Singing Strike do? Um, I, th- I think that's it. I, uh... I thought they gave you a heal or something. Uh, target... Oh, sorry. Target takes a minus two penalty to attack rolls until the end of my next turn. There we go. Okay. okay. That, yeah, don't want to forget that. Trixie, your turn. Oh, can I shift? Yes, sure okay. can. Moving back one. Sure, sure can. Okay. Trixie, go ahead. Um, let's see here. Okay, so I'm going to try one of my dailies, the Gloom Thief. Okay. It's Dexterity versus AC. Um, it says Dexterity, you get if I get a hit, it's 2W plus Dexterity modifier damage. Until the end of your next turn, you are invisible while within two squares of the target. Okay. Okay, so D20 plus 10, 14. That is going to miss. Of course it would. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And let me check that off. You've used it. Uh, Do you want to shift or anything like that, or are you good there? Um, I'll stay right here. Okay, that's going to bring up Tala. Okay, so I'm slowed. So what does that do to my move speed exactly? Uh, That means you can only move two. Holy crap. Yeah. Slowed is no good. You got an arrow in the knee. Yeah. Tell me what you did not just say that. I did. <laughs> what kind of action would it be for me to take it out? Uh, well, I mean, that would be a minor. You could just pull the arrow out, but I mean, your, your leg is still injured until uh, the end of her next turn. That's fine, but I imagine it's excruciatingly painful to keep it there. Um, yeah, either way, you're kind of, yeah, you're going to, it's going to hurt. But yeah, if you just want to, like, kind of break the arrow off or just pull it out in the middle of, yeah, that's just a minor. Just, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll ignore it for now. Okay. I'll, I'll, pull it out I'll, and, I'll ignore it for now and blood. move two spaces, the whole two spaces I can move, and use my fantastic shiny new call lightning attack. Okay. Want to tell the people at home what that Call Lightning does? Uh, Call Lightning. It's a standard action area burst in 10 squares. So that actually, I think it's both Katie and Syl. No. No? No, no, no. It's a burst one within 10 squares. Okay. 
So that would be like if you wanted to do that. If I... Okay, so that's what that area burst means. All right. Yeah. I misunderstood when it read that. That's okay, but the range on it is 10, so that's still... You got options. You could pretty much hit Katie or Syl, I want to say. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Yes, you can. You can hit Katie or Syl. Up to you. Okay. Well, I'll focus on Katie for now, and let's do it where she's just outside the range. So then, as soon as she moves, she takes additional damage. Okay. So, with the area burst right there, then. Okay. So, we'll delete that AoE, and right there. Bam. So, that's right on the corner of where she's touching right now. And yep. then if she were to move or anything, yeah. So, uh, but let's uh, let's roll that attack first to see if this even lands. Oh, Lord. Okay, let me take of that uh, AoE off the field, because that is an 8. And let me check off Call Lightning. I am sorry. Um, you kind of moved and attacked. Uh, do you want to pop an action point or anything? Uh, I wouldn't know what to do with it at this point. Okay. Katie's turn. Uh, she readies another arrow in her quiver. Don't forget her five damage. Oh, yep, that's right. She takes five damage. And she also has to save at the end, I suppose, to see she, if it doesn't. Yes, she does. Actually, while we're on the subject, uh, Baranith. Hi. Uh, roll a saving throw, please. Flat d20. Right. Forgot to do that on your turn. 20. You, wow, that is awesome. You, n- never mind about that whole poison thing. You're good. <laughs> okay. That whole poison thing? Forget it. Did I get my five temporary hit points? You did. I did, and then they got stopped up by poison. Um, yes. Okay. All right. Just no. Wait. You know what? I did not give you ten hit points. Um, how many was that? Five. Five. All right. Well, then we'll take care of that right now. I forgot you and all that. I gave everybody else who had it coming, so you're not bloody. You're at eighteen. Okay. Um, what we're gonna do now is. Hey, don't I uh, get a saving throw through too as well? Because she uh, she hit me with the same blade. Uh, yes, but on. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was your turn. Go ahead. Roll a saving throw. <laughs> I am failing at remembering stuff today. Not that it matters, but... Hey. Twelve. Yeah, you're good. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yep, you're no longer poisoned. Um, ooh, but that does uh, that does remind me. i got to take five away from you, because I didn't do it on your turn. I forgot about the poison, so thank you for reminding me of that. So you are now bloodied. Uh, Katie readies another arrow in her quiver, and... Uh, she calls out Tala again and fires the arrow at her and 23. Yeah, I can't imagine she'd miss with a plus 13. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the arrow hits you again. Uh, same thing in the leg. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so your leg is starting to resemble a large pincushion. Uh, and, Yay! Uh, I've always wanted to be a pincushion in another life. Uh, and damage, fifteen. So, Tal is in a bad, bad way. Uh, she's down to seven hit points, and you're going to be slowed for another turn. And uh, that'll bring up Tholomon, who is also bloodied. Are you kidding? That slow doesn't even get, like, a saving throw? 
it it's just until the end of her turn. So it's only going to last one turn, but since it's she since hits she you with it again. Me. Yes. That's her defense mechanism for yeah. So I can go. Yes, your turn. Uh, so now I can move more than one. Yes. Okay, I'm going to move up to here. And, okay. Uh, is there anything I could do to help? To I would her? fire an arrow at somebody, anybody. Hmm. And how far can my arrows go to? Uh, it depends on the attack. Usually it's 10 to 20. So it's uh, 10 you can fire comfortably, and 20 you take a negative 2 against the shot. Hmm. Um, hey, Tala could use your help. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use Tidal Spirit Shot. Okay. Which is a d20 plus 10. So, let me... And that's on uh, Katie. Right, I assumed. Um, <laughs> Alright, so d20 plus 10. 13. Uh, that's going to miss. Mm. Uh, and, do you want to uh, do anything else? Can I heal up? With what? Oh, like, is there any way I could get my... You know, I'm bloody. <laughs> right, but that would have been your... Action? Uh, yeah, that would have been your uh, action to check to see if you can use a uh, healing surge. Uh, Rikus, your turn. Uh, Things are starting to <clears throat> not look so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for once, I'm not the one actually getting the crap beaten out of me, I guess. Uh, I'm going to just, I guess, try another basic melee attack that... Uh, nothing else can really call or do much better right now other than the basic melee attack trying to take uh, Syl's head off. Okay. Uh, 29. 29 will hit. Hell yeah. I mean, um, and then it's 1D... Oh, crap. I accidentally grabbed the 1D20. That could have been really exciting for me. <laughs> 1D8 plus 8. 18. Wow, maximum damage. Alright, good, good, good. Uh, yeah, you clobber the shit out of her. It kind of takes her off her footing for a moment, and, and like, she did not expect that noise. So, uh, bam, she is bloodied. Well yeah. and truly bloodied. Uh, would you like to do anything else? You no. have an action point remaining, I'm just... No. Okay, Galford, your turn. Okay, um, I just realized my Web of Shadows, the daily that I was kind of complaining about before, is only a burst 1. I thought it was a burst 10. It's just within 10 squares, similar to what Tala was trying to do. Yes. So that makes it way better. Um, yes. What I would do if I did this, I could immobilize one of them and, and deal out some damage, too. Um, who would we want to immobilize? Should I take a shot at uh, Sill? Yeah. Take a shot at Sill? Or take a shot? Like, is Sill's kind of surrounded... Already. Yeah, still well, surrounded and already pretty bloodied. I know. Whereas, if you finish her off already, then. But wouldn't if we if we immobilize Katie though, she can't keep using Tala as a freaking pincushion every turn. True. Um, no, she can still fire arrows. No. Uh, immobilize just means you can't move. You can't move. Okay. Oh, so sadly, that's, that's what we want her to do. Yeah, that's not really. That's not. I mean, like the Katie thing. She's. That's not really a problem as she hasn't moved in a couple of turns now, and still is surrounded on all sides, so if she tried to move, there would be several opportunity attacks, so... Okay. Uh, Syl is bloodied, so what I might do is I'll take a shot at her. Let's try and kill her, and then then swarm Katie. Um, 
I'm very sad. That's horrible when you say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, really I'm very sad for you, Syl, but you're you're fucking up my friends, so you're going down to the pits. Um, okay, so Web of Shadows daily, and it's area burst within area burst one within ten squares uh, on Syl. To be fair, really, only one of your friends is kind of fucked right now. Yeah, that's you. You're. <laughs> Meanwhile, friend. I'm totally fucked. Oh, half the party's bloody though. So I'm bleeding, yeah. You still have more HP than I do. True. But in the game, you just see bloody. Fuck. Charisma uh, versus reflex. Uh, yeah, no, her reflex. Yeah, that's I, well, wait, I get a plus two to, to attack rolls from uh, uh, Baranith. 16 on reflex? Still gonna, yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna have to say no, sir. Uh, <sighs> would you like to do anything else? You have an action point? You, uh... Um... You know what? I think I will uh, pop my action points. Oh shit! <laughs> and uh, I will just use Shadow Claws again, but I'm going to use it on uh, Sill. Okay. Big hit coming. Fourteen. I have rolled nothing but pure <laughs> drizzling diarrhea this entire. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, it hurts even worse when it's I, your action point. That's I can. Eat uh, like some dice, some actual physical dice, and poop them out, and they would be less shitty than these rolls. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> shitty. That's pretty <laughs> shitty. Um, it is Syl's turn. Uh, she is going to take one step back, and then step forward and plunge her sword at uh, at Trixie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she is totally not fucking around. She doesn't want to take her chance with Rikas. Uh, 24. I know, right? You're just sticking your chest out. It's just like, clink. <laughs> um, she attacked him already and saw where that was pretty ineffectual, yeah. so it's just like, well... He ain't going down. <laughs> uh, and roll damage. 18. Holy shit. Trixie is down, ladies no. and gentlemen. Uh, so, Trixie takes one to the gut. All up in the gutty works, and she just stumbles back and then falls down. Uh, you're also poisoned, um, but don't worry about that. Uh, Baranith, <laughs> your turn. I'm out of a poison right now. Don't worry you're about dying. that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, you're already gosh. dying. Worry about the poison later. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, gonna move right there. I'm going to, as a minor action, uh, I'd like to use my Holy Healer's weapon. Mm. Uh, ally within five squares can spend a healing search, regain hit points equal to five plus my wisdom modifier. Okay, so you're letting her... That's the that's the daily power associated with that, and that's a minor action, so okay. Yeah. Ally within five squares of you, uh, so... Uh, that just lets them spend a healing search. Wisdom. So, um... Uh, Trixie, you can spend a healing surge now, plus five, if you want to. Yeah. Uh, so use a surge, and then plus five. So, bam, you're back up to 13 hit points. So you regain consciousness, but you're still on the ground. Okay. Uh, and what do you want to do with the rest of your turn there, Baranith? Uh, I'm going to use Singing Strike against Syl. Okay. D twenty plus ten. Come on, that's Crit. right. 
That is right. Fucking crit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, singing Thank the Lord. What is the what's the one, damage? two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be fourteen damage. Uh, and you sink your blade into her. Oh wait, what are you? Do? Oh, you're using a staff now. <laughs> I have, that's I have right. Quarter staff. So you beat her about the head, neck, and shoulders with a staff. Uh, she goes into some kind of weird blood rage and just starts yeah. smacking the shit out of her. <laughs> Less theatrical than sinking a blade in, but. Uh, and Syl falls down, dead. Whoa. <sighs> oh. All right. Um, Thank you, Brennis. <laughs> You're welcome, well. sweetheart. And I, I want to use an action point, please. Okay, go ahead. So with, when I use my action point, can I can I move as well? Like I can move and then. Well, you get to either move or attack. You only get one. Can I, can I move and use another minor action? You only get one minor action per turn. God damn it! You've had a really good turn, so I mean, you I know. know, but I want to help Tala. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm slowed anyway. I I was gonna use a surge. Okay, alright. Well, we're down, like, one. Like, still is down, so at least we only have one left to... Okay, alright, my turn is done. Alright. Well, and luckily I seem to have Katie's undivided attention here, so... <laughs> Except that I just, I tell, I look down at Sill's, you know, lifeless spot and say, I'm very sorry it had to be this way. I actually, I actually moved up there because I was curious whether or not she would actually go on to attack me. Um, one moment. Uh, as soon as Syl falls down prone, Katie freaks the fuck out. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and she readies an arrow, and uh, when she sees Tholomon approach, uh, she whips an arrow at him. Ah, oh, God! As a, as a trigger. Uh, I didn't do it! 13, 25. No! So, same thing as... Uh, yeah, same thing as... To be fair, she would have had to have rolled a two not to hit you. <laughs> I didn't touch Shit. her once! <laughs> um, but you're approaching her, and she's just... Like, she sees the writing on the wall now. Like you're, oh, uh, dear God. Uh, so that's a 19 uh, to you, Tholomon. And, well, hold on a second. And, and getting... you're down to two. Uh, you're also... <laughs> you're slowed. Uh, sorry, Trixie, your turn. Okay, um... I'm really far away. <laughs> Let's see here. <sighs> mm. I'm gonna go ahead and move up... What am I doing here? I'm gonna go ahead and move up behind Galford. And I'll just end it there. I just want to slowly get closer to her. <laughs> Use Galford as a human shield. Yes, I'm bloody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's fine. Tala, your turn. Okay. So if I use a healing surge, is that my turn period, or do I still get a minor action? Um, you have to roll to see. Well, yeah, you have to heal. Yeah, just you'd have to do a healing surge, and that would be your action. Not the happiest camper about that, but okay. Unless uh, you you also do have a uh, you definitely have your uh, uh, action your point s- action point. Thank you. I could not fucking remember that. Okay, 
Um, I'm still slowed, so ultimately that minor action wouldn't really do me as much good as I'd like. Right. Um, so healing surge, that's what again? Uh, healing surge is exactly what, that, like you're using that in place of your action, so... Uh, well, yeah, but I'm like, what do I roll is... for that? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. That would be just your, yeah, the, the only time you'd roll to see, like, that would be if you're trying to heal someone else. Alrighty, alright. So that would give you nine hit okay. points and you get a move. Okay. Alright, so you are back up to 16, and you can move. I can move my whole two spaces. You can move your whole two spaces. All of them. Yay. What I always wanted was to move two spaces. Um, she moves one and a half because she's scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just hold my action then. All right. Prepare to block. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it again. Oh, did Katie save from her last turn or not? Uh, technically that wasn't her turn, but it was a triggered action. Well, does she still get the fire damage from before? On her turn, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is now. So, yes, now she takes, it was five damage, I believe. Five damage. Yes. And, okay, so, she readies another arrow in her quiver. And, uh, she aims at Tholomon, because he would be the closest to her. And 23. Uh, so this is going to be bad for you. 18 damage. Holy shit. That, um, whoa, holy shit. Oh, man. I think that kills you outright. No, no, oh. no. Oh, that sucks. It does shit. kill you outright. Because it's fifty no percent of his hit points. He's negative fifty percent oh, of his hit points. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. I was totally. <sighs> Man, oh God. I just... Um. <laughs> That's our first group two death. Um. Is it just a coincidence that it's the same death from group one? <laughs> I mean, Shane, I love you. I do, but... Um, oh, wow. Shane's Solomon, not crying right now. Well, it's... Yeah, that sucks. Yikes. Solomon takes an arrow directly to the chest. Uh, what? And falls down dead. Do you have any parting words you'd like to say as Solomon there, Shane? No. Okay. So, Tholoma just kind of lets out this gurgle, like, Gah! and just kind of falls down. Uh, wow. Uh, Katie... Katie has this momentary look of relief that he stopped advancing, and then instant remorse, like, kind of covers her face. Uh, and... Rikus, that'll bring us to you. I, uh, uh, I, uh, I'm shocked. I had this whole plan of how I was going to help him, but okay. So I'm going to move. Well, one, I think that plan kind of fell through. Three, four, five. Um, 
and then uh, let me see here just strategically because I don't want to give her a great opportunity to shoot but I want to still move close enough uh, I'm gonna I can do double move right That's you can but you won't get turn. an attack yeah well yeah I'm not gonna be able to get I can only move spot five spots so there's no right. chance I'm gonna be able to get up to her right. you're pretty so, beefy so yeah one two three four five not exactly the closest way but this at least she won't be able to get an easy shot on me okay. um, yeah and then I'm done Okay. Wow. Uh, Galford, your turn. I had a minor technical difficulty there and had to restart. What happened to Syl, just to update me? She dead. was beaten to death. Okay, so she is dead. All right. Um, a, a combination of uh, Rikus slamming her with his hammer and then uh, Baranith entering this zone of rage and kicking the living shit out of her and finishing her off, basically. And I can take it by Katie's reaction to downing Tholomon permanently that, you know, they she knew it was us. Yeah, I, yeah uh, there's no... Yeah, like you... She also freaked out when her sister was murdered. Okay, so I'm going to go try and kill her. Um, you know what, I'm just going to move and... Uh, one, two... Uh, and then I'll launch Shadow Claws at her again. Okay. Got to stick with the cold stuff, because that's the way she treated poor Solomon. What What will killing her really prove? So that's 17 with the modifier from Baranith. Uh, Charisma versus Fortitude. That'll hit. Oh, finally. Okay. <laughs> D10 plus 6 damage. 16. If she moves again, she takes more. Okay. Wow. Damn, that's a big hit. Uh... See, I knew I just had to restart my computer. That's <laughs> that's what it was. It, it, was, gl- it was glitching the dice roller. I mean... Uh, she is bloodied. Uh, and it's... Oh, uh, uh, Baranith, your turn. Oh, gosh. You are standing over the corpse of Syl. Uh, oh... Okay, uh, I guess I'm gonna move. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, two, three. I'm I'm not close enough to do anything else. Okay. Uh, so I guess that's my turn, and I don't want to get too close without being able to fight. Okay. Uh, Trixie, your turn. Alright, so if I move and <clears throat> so if, if I move, can I like, maybe drink my potion and then t- like make an attack, or no? Uh, you don't have a potion. It says potion of cure light something. Well, that's in your personal effects, but they don't give you that for... Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I... can move six. Okay, I'm gonna... Mm. <laughs> okay, that's, just stay, just stay out of her range, because... Uh, what is Rikis her range? Up, like, 
probably 10 or 15. A lot. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rikas have full hit points, right? So I mean, like, because I wanted to try to us, use, I wanted to try to use my shadow darts, but I have to be within five squares of her to use it. And with you being 13, she could put you down pretty quick. All right. Um, can I use another healing surge or no? Uh, yeah, as your yeah, sure can as your um, as your attack, yeah. So you've moved forward, and then for your standard action, you're just going to use a healing surge. Yeah. So can I move up again behind Calford? Oh, you don't get <laughs> you don't get two moves. I don't get two moves. I didn't move forward the first time, did I? I mean, from I'm just letting you know, you don't get two moves. Like you can move behind Galford again. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, right. I'm I just, just want to move behind Galford and then use my surge, and that's it. Okay. Sounds good. Tala, uh, you are no longer slowed. Yay. Uh, because Katie used her turn to gun down uh, Tholomon, sadly. Um, you know, you know it's, it's, almost, it's almost poetic. You know, you live by the arrow, you die by the arrow. <laughs> uh, she's a damn fine archer. If it's, in, it's not like it was just some random slug monster or something that got you. So yeah. go ahead, Tala, what do you want to do? You got um, your full range of motion back. I will use my razor claw shifting, so at least now if she rolls a five or lower, she'll miss me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will, against possible better judgment, get in her face. All right, you close the gap, and you are right in Katie's face. And then, what's the other thing? Let's do. Ah, oh, what are you? Oh my God! Like my, like my scroll had a heart attack and scrolled all the way to the bottom without me doing anything. Um, it's telling you you made a bad decision by getting up in her face. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, but. Uh. Savage Rend. Alrighty. See what that does. Nah, I didn't hit her. Rit miss. Uh, yeah. So that's a yeah. Well, you guys are not having luck with these rolls. Action point. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Action point. Go ahead. <laughs> Eighteen versus what? Reflex. It'll miss. What? <laughs> if it it's were like a super. Awesome archer. If it what were, is her heaven forsaken reflex? If it were anything other than reflex, you. you would have hit her. I could what? tell you that. And I. That is good to know, though, because I was about to use something versus reflex. Thank <laughs> oh, you. <geez. laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute. Since I knew what I was going to do already, don't I get that complimentary plus one? So that it's a 19? You know what? You do. Have you been forgetting that the whole time, Jason? Uh, that's up to you guys to remember. <laughs> you add it to that's, your dice roll. That's 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 not only. Oh, so it's me. nineteen. Does the nineteen hit? It's nineteen it's... will hit. Go. Yes. Nineteen yes. will hit. America. <laughs> America. <laughs> yes. America. I'm gonna show up at your house. There's gonna be a doormat that says America at the back door. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets a five. Five damage. <laughs> five damage. <laughs> I All right. Damage, I'm not, I still did damage to her, darn it. And you know what? She's taking five damage in a minute, too. Uh, so, oh, wait, 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 wait. I didn't roll a saving throw for her. Hold on a second. Let me see if she rolls. 
one. Crit miss yeah. one, so she will take five damage on her turn. Um, uh, so you kind of slash out at her, and, and you kind of catch her arm a little bit, and then on her turn, she's going to take five damage. <laughs> she's um, uh, she's she's kind of holding her arm and backing up. Uh, you're you're right in her face, uh, and she is going to turn and try to sprint away. Take an opportunity attack there, Tell. Okay. She's in pure panic. I get another standard melee. Is that what it is? Standard melee. Yep. Okay. Beat her ass. So she turns her back to you and starts running. Uh, fourteen. And you will miss. Okay. So she runs back. Ah. Ah well. Uh, and she readies another arrow, and then she fires at Tala. Jesus. 32. Um, well, that'll hit. Uh-huh. One damage. One damage. 14. Oh, 14. Oh. I'm down okay. to two. But you're not dead. You're not dead. So she yeah. has the ability to kill. She's done it before. Rikus, your turn. God, this is... I, I'm doing this reluctantly at this point. If I, I feel like if I get any closer, she's just going to knock my head off. But um, She can knock your head off from there. Maybe you well, should try to talk to her. <laughs> really? This has gone on just long enough? She wants to listen to us. Well, Look, we're I sorry. Mean... Just stop. You <laughs> murdered her sister, and she murdered Solomon. Like it's... Yeah, but well, she's a good archer. Too. Also remember that I did give her the opportunity to make a choice. I did not attack her the turn I could have attacked her. This is true. Um, I, I, gave her, I gave her a chance to help us. And I, she decided if, to attack me. I didn't realize I could actually get up right next to her the way she moved. Um, but I'm going to uh, walk up to her and and uh, take a swing with my hammer. I think I have the... Ease. What attack are you using? Uh, basic melee. Okay. Uh, if you kill her with this, this is going to psychologically mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> if Rikus yeah. deals the killing blow... Just covered with gore of someone that's oh, innocent. No worry of that. Uh, that's okay. an 11. Uh, do you want to use an action point or anything? You know what? Why not? Okay. Action pointing it up. Let me take that away from you. Boom. Action point's gone. Um, I think I'll just do... I don't have anything else that could really do much better, so I think I'll just stick with the basic melee attack again. All right. Let's do it. 25! 25 will hit! Nice. <laughs> the crowd begins chanting, Regis, Regis. Um, it's 1D plus 8, 13. Okay. So, you, you <laughs> swing your hammer down at this, this poor girl. Poor girl? <laughs> I, I, some would say! Some would say. I Actually, I would even say that. I'm the one who's dead. Jason. Uh, some would say, I'm not, hey, I'm not here to take sides. Look, I'm, bitch killed I'm, my friend. History books will judge you guys. I'm not here to, it's not, it's not on me. I don't um, blame her. And Rikus just smashes her with this hammer. Uh, and she falls backwards and drops to one knee. Uh, Galford, your turn. Uh, all right. I'm going to... 
coldly step over Tholomon's body here. One, oh. two, <laughs> three, four, five, and use Shadow Claws against her again. D20 plus seven. 22, 22 against will hit. 40, 42. 42, it'll hit? Yeah. And 1d10 plus 6 damage. 7. Actually, and she took she takes 4 damage for, for moving when she moved with Tala. Forgot about that, sorry. Yeah, uh, let me, I, let me also, late. on her roll, let me see if I... Okay, she's still being affected by the fire on her turn too, but that won't be a problem. Um, there are tears just streaming down her face. Uh, and then the shadow claws do their work and just rend her, and she falls down face first, dead. Uh, and uh, the crowd is just blood, blood, blood. That's just what they're chanting over and over again. Uh, so no one is coming out of this one. Uh, no one is coming out of this one uh, unscathed. Um, let's see here. Baranith, make a perception check, please. Alright. Um, 28. That's a crit. So, uh, during the entire closing moments of this fight, uh, Baranith is kind of scanning the crowd and just kind of in awe by how... Like, it's insensitive to you guys that they're just like, yes, yeah, because it's one thing when you guys are slaying monsters, but it's a different thing when you're killing each other and it's just, it comes off as so so awful and cold, whereas you guys were kind of soaking up that adulation when you were fighting gelatinous cubes and scorpions and stuff like that something else you notice is uh, the slave master uh, in like, he's in a place where he can signal to guards and things and uh, you see one of the cloaked figures from earlier, but just one of them. Uh, and during the closing minutes of the fight, uh, you see that cloaked figure kind of lean over and whisper into the uh, into the slave master's ear. And then a moment later, you see, like after the the fight wraps up, you see uh, you see the slave master signal over to uh, a, a dispatch of guards. So. A bunch of guards wander onto the field uh, instantly with spears and swords at the ready. And normally what would happen around this time is uh, they would shackle you up, bring you back, and, and take all your weapons and armor away. This time what they've done is they've wandered out onto the field and they've started pulling back the, uh, the pit covers. Oh, uh, hells no. So now there, no. there are several gaping holes, uh, which you guys remember lead down to the pit. Uh, and then the large, the large gates on the opposite side, uh, the, the large gate is pulled up again. And you hear... Even over the crowd, like you can hear the 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 rhythmic thumping of boots, and what sounds like someone dragging a chain. And oh. it would appear that you are not done for the day. Uh, the guards dump the bodies of Sill and Katie into the nearest holes, respectively, and they tumble into the pits. 
Uh, so let me remove them from the battlefield. Does Katie have a sword? Like, did she have a sword at all? Uh, it was, it was a, a dagger and just the bow. Can I take her dagger before they throw her down? Uh, let's say it was in the... Yeah, it was just, like, sitting there. So, yeah, you can pick up her dagger. Fine. Um, so they have been dumped into pits, and you just watch their lifeless bodies, like, tumble in. They just kick them in. And the crowd goes nuts when they see who the next participant is. Uh, Vallis struts onto the field. Son of a a bitch. (laughs) Dragging what what appears to be about a a ten-foot chain behind him. And attached to this chain, like you've never seen a weapon like this, it looks like something akin to a bear trap on a chain. Oh, God. And with one fluid motion, he kind of yanks this thing up and starts making large circles above his head, swinging this. And I think that would be a good time to stop for today. <laughs> Wait. Great. They, they leave my body? Um, no, they, they, they totally kick you into the... Uh, oh, I forgot. I'm so sorry. I forgot about your body. Um, <laughs> you talk about insensitive there, guys. Goodness I am goodness. so sorry. So they, they, the, the guards do roll Tholomon's lifeless body into one of the pits, and he just kind of tumbles into the inky blackness. If you were still alive down there, I would drown you the next time I had to clean up. But it's a mercy killing. Like, make that right. clear, yeah. that it's not, it's not to be cruel. <laughs> yeah. It's a mercy killing. Um, wow, that... I've never had someone just gunned down due to... Malchus came close with Drock, but that was just a lucky roll. She just that got was, an artery. That was an emotional episode. Like, <laughs> I want to go take a nap now. I do too, but I've been up since 4 a.m., so, like, that's why I, I took three hours of sleep. Shane, man, I'm really sorry, dude. That sucks. Yeah. We need He's to make Shane... it a lot better than Dan did. Shane... <laughs> 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 Huh. I don't... We'll try and get some art of Tholomon. Like, I'll go on MS Paint and make like a tribute. 